Hi, this is Mitch Doan, and along with Jamie Richardson, we're your hosts of the Breakthrough Active podcast. We aim to deep dive into health and fitness that will help bring you a better understanding of topics that are of interest to you and can help you on your own journey. If you are enjoying the episodes, we'd love for you to leave us a rating on the platform you listen to your podcasts. Enough from me, sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome back again to the Breakthrough Active podcast. I am here with my co-host, Buddy Franklin from the Sydney Swans. <laughs> Grand final time. Cheer, cheer, the red and the white. Obviously, I've gone, I've got rid of the, uh, the Sharks singlets and whatnot because, yeah, pack of losers they are. Yeah. I'm only on good sides. I'm a diehard Swans fan this week. Up the Swannies in the grand final against Geelong. Let's go. Anyone not watching who's just listening, Steve... Uh, has his Swans jersey on. He's burning all these sharp ones. There, it's over. There's their dark. So I'm rocking the Swans now. I only, I only wear champion teams from now on in. So here we are, Grand Final week. Yeah, a couple of days before AFL Grand Final. Very exciting. And uh, what do you reckon they'll win? I don't know, man. I think I think Geelong's a pretty good team, to be honest with you. I've, I've watched a little bit, like towards. I'm not the biggest AFL fan, nah, me but I've watched a little bit heading into the finals and whatever. And I've watched some of the, the playoff, the, the finals games, and. Um, Judging by the like the way it's gone, Geelong have just dominated two games, and I, I don't know. I just I think the Swans might be up against it here, but yeah, we'll see. It was really exciting prelim. Oh, I was, was I was watching it, and they were up by like 30. 36 or something at yeah. one point, and then I kind of like wasn't even paying attention because I thought oh they'd got it in the bag, and then they they had a few goals in, and it was 24, yeah. 18, and then I was like, holy shit. The, I was uh, really nervous. Yeah. The last two minutes were very, oh. very tense and very exciting. I honestly believe it went for, if it went for a minute longer, then Colin would kick a goal. Yeah. Seriously. Well, they just put the behind through, or Sydney and just got it, over, it. and then goes. they were just able to come at home. It's just very, very, very poorly, but it doesn't matter. Before, before we move on, mate, a couple of weeks ago, we said it'd be a Panthers v Sharks grand final. Right. What, what are your predictions from here, mate? Just a quick GF. Who, who's who's in it, mate? Who who's in it this season? Still going the Panthers? Yeah, I think I think Panthers para. Panthers para. I'm gonna go Ruffy. I'm gonna go Rabbitohs para. You reckon Rabbitohs para? And you heard it here first, Parramatta fans. You've waited a long time, but your team are going to be the 2022 premiers. I said Ooh. it right here. There it is. That's Steve's take. There you go. I, yes. I think. I think Penrith is still it's too good. Still the best team in the comp, I reckon. They are. But but the thing is, come this time of the year, all they need they only really need to have like a bad ten minutes and let in a few tries and yep. then it can totally swing the game and the whole season. So Well, I think just before we move on, I just think the South game is very interesting because they've, they've clearly got plenty of big game players. Yeah. But Latrell Mitchell, Cody Walker, Cameron Murray and Damon Cook, all been there and done it, right? Yeah. They were in the grand final last year against Penrith. Yeah, I just think they might want a bit of revenge. I think they're going to be a bit hungrier than the Panthers. I think they're going to come out and just and put it to them. I would like to see Southwind. Something different. Because all year everyone's been saying, oh, Penrith. And all the yeah. Panthers fans, all of you listening, all year, he's pretty well said, oh, no, nah, we're making the grand final. Oh, yeah, we're doing this. We've got it easy. Just quietly. It's not, you're not even going to get there. Other bunnies. It's going to be an exciting couple of weeks. It should be good. So we've got another segment of our two-minute drill. Yeah. We've got a couple of questions for each other. Mm-hmm. And completely unscripted, so Steve doesn't know what I'm asking. 
and I don't know what he's asking. We got a little bit of backlash last week from a couple of members about how uh, shoes versus petrol free for the rest of your life. Got hammered, man. Do you know? So, do you know what we're all about? Though that's how. That's why we have become the world's number one podcast. World's number one and podcast. Number podcast. Do you know what? Shout out Die West, just quietly. Probably our biggest fan. She loves it. She came up to me yesterday and she said, "Steve, you're looking awfully like a banana." <laughs> that's what she said to me. That's good. Yeah, she goes, "Steve, you're looking awfully like." I don't know what she was talking about. I was like, "What?" Because I was, I thought it might be like a bum, or do I like look bruised or like, what's, what's happening? And uh, she's like, no, no, the podcast. She's like, you just, you just look like a good bloke. So it's there you go. I've been labelled a banana. Thanks, Di. Di is a big fan, super fan. So I'll let you go first this week, mate. Right, mate. Would you like the fitness question first? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So my fitness question for you, mate, is it's a, it's a straightforward one. What are your thoughts on fasted cardio? Uh, I think it's kind of bullshit, to be honest. I think it's a fast? Yeah. Why is it a fast? Fasted. Yeah. Fasted. Nice play of words. Um, I think it's it's really effective for people who are at an extreme low level of body fat. So if they are like bodybuilders or doing it for like a fitness show or something and they are already at a really low percentage of body fat because the idea behind fast cardio is that they're actually burning fat and not carbohydrates. Yeah. So when you get that lean you don't have that much extra glucose or carbohydrates in your body, so your body will be running off fat. That's the idea of it. But yep. for 99.999% of people who do have body fat there, then it, that typically means that you've got extra glucose and carbohydrates in your system, so your body's going to burn that first. So whether you are doing it first thing in the morning before breakfast, you do it at midday, you do it at 6 o'clock at night, in whatever time of the day, in my opinion, it's all kind of going to end up the same yeah. unless you are at that extreme low level of body fat, which a handful of people are, you know, in the world. Yeah. So you highly recommend before any workout, just have something in your belly, you reckon? Yeah. Well, it, it's a bit of a preference thing. Like if people ask, I say, oh, you know, have a half banana or have a piece of toast or something. a piece of fruit, yeah. like anything. But then there are other people who say that they just – feel terrible even if they have yeah. something small especially yeah. if they're working out five or six in the morning yeah yeah so it's a bit of a preference thing but i think uh if your body can handle it something small is good gives you a little bit of a boost for the workout there you go people i always say have a banana yeah just before it just something yeah. small nothing's going to fill you up just just something to get you kick started yeah for the day. that's it and it, de- it does depend what you've done the day before as well like if you have eaten well the day before if you're hydrated because sometimes that can be when you feel sick or you might feel a bit uh, lightheaded or sick in the guts if you're eating like crap the day before or you've been dehydrated. So there's a lot that comes into it. But, yeah, I think a banana or, yeah, some sort of piece of fruit or something small is good. Pretty sufficient. Yeah. All right. My my fitness question. I've actually got two today. Two fitness ones for me. Uh, First one, which I'll ask. What do you think the easiest healthy meal to prepare is? The easiest healthy meal to prepare. And uh, healthy is in quotations, but something that most people consider healthy. So something that's convenient and easy. Well, well I said last week that the overnight oats is pretty convenient and yeah. pretty easy. But I think like something that's really easy to do, I think just during the day, I, it's, it's a go-to of mine. I've done it for years. It's just, it's it's more of a snack than an actual meal. And it's just simply like, cr- like crust gets all like the round um, corn thins. Around corn thins. Just a bit of cheering, a bit of avocado on yeah, that's it. Like just, just just something, just something like that. You can like obviously put as much tuna or as much avocado as you want. Obviously not like copious amounts, 
But I just feel like that's pretty easy repair, just like just to take with you to work or yeah. have in the morning before you go train or something in the afternoon, just just to make sure you're still getting um, a bit of food into you. So I don't know why my, my head just went to that, went to that, went to that. Well, mine, mine went, mine, my thought is tuna and rice. Oh, okay. So similar, like, similar. Yeah, like microwave rice or yeah, yeah. You've somehow got like a batch of rice prepared. Yeah. But yeah, the, the tuna, you don't need to keep it cold. No. Like you don't need to, it stays in date forever so you can have it sitting on your desk at work for weeks and it's not going to mm-hmm. go off yeah same with microwave rice and most people are going to have access to um some sort of microwave yeah so they can make it's that it's, and it's like two minutes to prepare like as long as it's, it's not microwave 40 seconds for the rice whip your tuna out and you're away and i think it's important that people have something that is quick and easy that is a go-to if they need it yeah because not like you're going to have it every day for lunch or even for a snack but if the time calls for you needing something quick and easy and healthy you've got something at your disposal yeah just off topic a little bit what are, what are your thoughts on having a protein shake just as a quick wooshka quick yeah, fix good Good. Yeah, I purposely didn't say that because it's like the, the easiest. Yeah, like it's it's ultimate convenience. But yeah, I think I think it's good for again the same sort of situation. If you don't have a lot of time, yeah, and you don't have resources available, maybe you don't have a microwave, you're on the road or something. Uh, because the alternatives to that is junk typically. Yeah. But yeah, I, I wouldn't say for people to have that. You know, for breakfast every day, but if you need it, a bit of protein, a bit of water, and you're off. Because quick, quick, easy way to hit the targets yeah. for the day. Pure protein. So that that's something that I've I've always got protein in my cupboard, and if I'm ever out of food or whatever, can go to that one quickly. Nice. I'm gonna give you a choice here, mate. Like I did last week. Mm-hmm. Something breakthrough related. Uh, something. It's a of an opinion, opinion related. Another one is just talking about yourself. And another one is talking about a specific sportsman. Okay. What would you like to answer? Uh, let's do breakthrough. Breakthrough. All right. So this one might be a little bit hard. Mm-hmm. And you get, use up the whole two minutes. I, know. I can't answer it because this might take longer. So yeah. this is purely you. Okay. If you could make a breakthrough active movie, who would play <laughs> each of the trainers? There you go. That is such a funny It's a hard question. So you you can say anyone. So for example, like you don't have to say, oh, okay. You, you can you can say any anybody that's somewhat famous. Can be anybody, but someone has to play each person. We were talking about him just before, and I don't know why I've thought of this straight up, but I think Jamie would be played by Jim Carrey. <laughs> Do you reckon? <laughs> just because he's like a bit, listen up. It's like a bit always on the go. Jim Carrey. So Jim Carrey have to shave his head. Yeah, clearly. Yeah, yeah, of course. If you're trying to look like David. Yeah, yeah. right. Would you Jim could do that? You shave his head. Um I'm not good with that dudes. Who's the what's the dude's last name? Jason Ma- Jason Mamawa. Yeah, he's got the same sort of body shape as you. So you reckon he just shave his head like no no for you, I mean. Oh yeah, shave <laughs> his head like Steve, eh? <laughs> yeah. Because he yeah, he's got like longer hair, right? I'm like Aquaman. Yeah, yeah man. Jason, my that's a big rap, mate. Thank you. You're welcome, mate. Thank you. That's what I'm here for. Give you the feel goods. Oh, please. Jim Carrey, Aquaman, <laughs> uh, the girls. Guys, it's a tough. Uh, it's a toughie. Can I pass the girls over to you? I'm not. I'm not. All right. I'm trying to think of people who kind of look. There, there was the girl who. It's a tough actress who 
had quite a few members say that Brody looks like. Who's that? Um, Allison used to always say it. Oh, I can't remember. Who, who'd play oh, you, mate? I've said in the past, you said you rate, rate yourself as a bit of a Hugh Jackman. <laughs> of course. Oh, yeah. stop, please. I would I would love Hugh Jackman to play. So Hugh Jack, good cast. Hugh Jackman, Jim Carrey, Jason Momoa. It's my C so far. Who's the girls, but The girls are tough. Like, because... I think um, I think Jacqueline Kelly could be like Catherine Heigl, whatever. She could play Cat, Catherine. Sort of like Catherine could play her. Sort of just like a pretty fierce. Yeah, like, she could play her. Fierce woman. What about um, Brody Griggs? Brody and Rach kind of similar look. What about just just because they're similar looks? Don't worry about how the That's Selena look. Gomez. What about the Olsen twins? <laughs> <laughs> just the Dra- Olsen twins play. Done. Dra- yeah. Aren't they drag addicts? I don't know. It's all good. They look good. The Olsen twins. Perfect. Yeah, look at that. That's a great cast. And I'd watch it. The Olsen twins, Catherine Heigl, Jason Ramar, Hugh Jackman, Jim Carrey. <laughs> Come see it. It's <laughs> a very too active movie. We've five we've stars. Really, really pumped up each other's tires there. I'm Hugh Jackman. <laughs> and I'm Jason You're Ramar. You're Aquaman. <laughs> um, well, it's funny that the females like Hugh and, and Jace. So it's... <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> Catherine Heigl. Can we be happy with that? You can't have anyone ugly. No. Gee, we have just given Jamie Jim Carrey though. He's he was all right looking back in the day. Yeah. Olsen twins is a bit rough. I'm I mean, pretty sure one or both of them are drug addicts. <laughs> <laughs> but they're twins, and and Brody and Rach are like twins. <laughs> Brody and Rach both have brown hair. Yeah, per- perfect. Yeah. No, no. What about Selena Gomez? Is that a name? So yeah, that's um Justin Bieber's ex missus. Yeah, she looks sort of like a bit Brody esque, like sort of short, hey, dark, like dark hair, dark skin. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, I got that wrong. Yeah, we're locking in the Olsen twins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're drug addicts. It's perfect. <laughs> anyway, that was funny. That's a great that's movie, good. mate. Just quietly. I'd go see it for okay. sure. Um, all right. This is one about, about you. What was your first memory of ever playing sport? So, could, could, is this like actual, like, you clubs, play like club. organized footy or cricket or oh whatever. it's a great it's a great story mate yeah let's hear it. it's a great story so I, I started playing footy a bit later in life like i didn't play like nappy grade or any of that i started playing when i was like nine i think nine or ten like, so I'm really late and i remember like i wanted because i was the youngest in my family my dad just like babied me to the stupid like he like he wouldn't he didn't want me to get hurt or any, anything like that and i remember that for years it explains a lot yeah, I remember a few years. You're a bit soft now. <laughs> I'll give you soft. He said, I remember he said to me, he came, uh, he said, like, I came to him and said, Dad, I want to play football. And he just wouldn't let me play. And then eventually one year he said, this was, I don't know why he said this, but he said, if you can run one lap of the street, I'll let you play. And I was like, no problem. So I ran the lap, no drums at all. Remember first game, so... Uh, most of my team had played the year before and I hadn't played yet. So my jersey was a bit late. I still remember. And this was very first game. I came off the bench and I wore a white T-shirt. <laughs> right? So I wore a white T-shirt off the bench. Dad was stressing out. Thought, Damn. What, what our colour was your team? Blue. Not even, yeah. not even the same color. blue so i was wearing a white t-shirt so the target was on me and i remember dad like freaking out going he's gonna get hurt he's never played this before blah blah, blah. when i was for two tries on debut 10 years old barged over the line twice and then from then on dad was sweet it's just like nah, he's all right so yeah. that, was, that was my first that's my first memory of, of scoring scoring two tries in my first game and um and then from there i was 
you set your poor dad's mind at ease that you weren't going to get like drilled by some big Islander guy in Sydney. I was pretty agile. Yeah. I was a little chubby. Were you big, were you big, you I was chubby. I was chubby and agile. Were you tall then, like for your age? Uh, I was tall, but not super tall. Like I was sort of just like, I think normal, like a normal tall kid, but not an overly tall, yeah, tall kid. But I was, I remember I was, I was still pretty, I was very agile and a bit quick, and I just, I don't know, I just, I was pretty good, like when I was throughout my younger years. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, after that game, Dad was pretty sweet. He's like, you know, he, he just he knew I could, <laughs> he knew I could play. So then from there, that was that was it. But two tries and debuts a good start. I can't get much. Much better than that. The white T-shirt. I don't know where where it is, but I'll tell you what it'd be. Uh, it'd be memor- what? memorabilia worthy. Just the plain white shirt. That's it. Sign. <laughs> Co-host of Newcastle Number One Podcast. S. Cooley. Yeah. There you go. We need to get this up behind us. The infamous white shirt. It was. Yeah. That's my first memory of me playing sport. Fantastic, mate. Speaking of sport, one of the greats retired this week. The great Roger Federer retired. Now. Growing up, he, he was he was on my idols. Still is. Up, and he still is. So the question I'm asking you is, what tier do you think Roger Federer ranks in terms of all-time great sportsmen? Like the top tier. Top tier? Yeah. So you think he's up there with Jordan and yeah. Ali? Yeah. That that high? Yeah. Well, I, th- I think he's, he's the best or the most renowned tennis player ever. And he's – and tennis is one of the most – like globally played sports. Have you heard of Bernard Tommy? Hey guys, just very quickly, if you have been enjoying our podcast and you've been watching us on YouTube, I would love for you to subscribe to our channel. If you've been listening to our podcast, give us a follow, give us a five-star rating on Apple or Spotify or wherever it is that you've been listening to us. It really helps the channel grow and I would be extremely appreciative and grateful if you took a moment to do that for me. Okay, that's it for me. Enjoy the rest of the show. He's up there too. Go, so, go Bernard. Shout out, Bernard. Hope you're doing well. Uh, yeah, like you've got, like he's he's more famous than like any, obviously any rugby league player, but any like rugby player. Yeah. I think. Uh-huh. Um, obviously soccer, basketball, but like soccer, basketball, tennis, golf, like they're, they're all the sports that are played globally. Yeah. And I think anyone who lives in, like the Western world mm-hmm. would know Roger Federer. Yeah, I agree. And not just any. I mean, even though we've had this debate about like you see the best of all time, but he's he's the most well renowned. I think tennis, but yeah, yeah, easily because he's, he's at this point in time. When people think tennis, they think him. Yeah, so I think he's up there, number one, maybe not top tier, one. top tier, top tier. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna respectfully disagree. Okay. With you, I'm going to say second tier. Get off, leave. I'm going to say second tier. Now, the, reason, the only reason why I say that is because there's only a few people that are tier one, and I think that's Michael Jordan, tier one. I think Muhammad Ali is a tier one. I don't know many more that are like tier, like in the sense of just like their legacies and just and just everything they stand for. Like it's just going to be passed on through generation to generation to generation, and then there's that second tier of like just like all time legends, like. Roger Federer, maybe like a LeBron yeah. James. Uh, golf is like uh, no. So Tiger Woods would be top tier. Reckon. I think Tiger's top tier. Depends how if you if you had have said like there's only three people out in the top tier. Yeah, Tiger. I, I wouldn't have had Federer. But if it's just like what well, we didn't discuss, how many? Yeah. But I, I just think people like someone like Jordan and Muhammad Ali are probably just that that tier above because they they sort of like. 
I don't like using the term godlike, but they, but it's almost like they are of, of sort. They're like some sort of god in some way. Um, I think I was sort of coming more from the thought of like who is the best, because uh, there's probably a soccer player in there too. Yeah, like who? The Pele. Like I'm not a soccer person. John Aloisi. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but I was sort of thinking like tennis is a global game. Federer. Yeah, for sure. That so yeah, it can be top tier. But I, I agree with what you were saying too. Yeah, there's just they're, they're just their messages transcend like people. That yeah, f- further than sport, they've got like a message yeah. that the world can. Well, Jordan's still very relevant, and he's been retired for yeah five years. Yeah. So yeah, I just yeah, I think I just wanted to do something different there. I was like, I, I sort of wanted to think outside the box. I thought, yeah, Federer is probably tier two for me. That's what I think. All right. Next up, if you could live in another country, where would it be? After the states, just pure, pure. Just I've never been. I've never been to America before. See you moving there. And I'm always yeah, like, I've always moving. been keen. And I'd probably go first place I'd go be probably New York City. Just because I like the hustle and bustle. I just I've always sort of in I've always liked the the thought of like being in a big city and doing all the fancy city stuff and whatever. I don't know if I'd probably I mean I probably would live there probably because of the fact that it would be similar to Australia in some way, so it wouldn't be too much of a Culture shock? Nah, not too much of a culture shock. And I still follow, like, you know, I f- follow some of the sports over there. So yeah. it wouldn't be too, too bad. I'd still be able to follow, uh, like, some sports here in Australia from over there, same language, same types of food, uh, but obviously bigger sizes. So you probably <laughs> probably put on a bit of weight over there. But, yeah, I'd, I'd probably go to the States, I think. I I, was, I, would, I would be in the States too, but I wouldn't be here just because I don't really like big city yeah and that like that's five times bigger than sydney <laughs> like yeah. it's enormous manhattan but yeah maybe like somewhere like southern california or florida or somewhere where yeah. it's like a bit more relaxed but yeah food's good sports good yeah you know it's it's spacious the you know the same sort of obviously language and you can sort of just assimilate yeah you know into that culture quite easily and also like i did when i was thinking about this thought about like thailand and bali and stuff because you think about like cost of living and you know you live very well over there and because everything's so cheap but i just don't think i'd like to live in that sort of place permanently like great for a holiday but not forever do you think we've been knocked down and knocked down a peg or two on the newcastle's podcast list because we didn't say don't want to move newcastle Paul. although i will say this there'd be nowhere else in australia i'd rather live than newcastle, newcastle honestly do, do you know what? Because I went down to Sydney a couple of weeks back, and I was just like, "Why? Like, like Newcastle got everything you need. What? What? What else do you need?" The only thing is, is you doesn't have an international airport, so you got to travel down there. But that's okay. And then like some entertainment stuff where like you get big acts and planes. But even even yeah. going to Sydney, it's not a pain in the butt. No, at all. So I think I think we're pretty lucky living in a oh, part of Australia yeah. that we we're in. Damn, no, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't live anywhere else. I think Newcastle's underrated as a whole, to be honest with you. I think it doesn't get like enough raps as what it should. So I think it's becoming more popular. Like you see a lot of Sydney siders moving up and people moving in from elsewhere. Yep. But yeah, I'm with you, mate. Great place. Would you like to talk about a fear of yours? Or would you like to talk about food? Fear. Righto. Biggest fear, mate. What is it? Nothing. Scared of nothing. I'm scared of being knocked down the podcast. You know list. what? This, yeah. Number... <laughs> Scared of number three. Newcastle's second best. Oh, yeah, we're already number two. Number three. Done. 
Now, this is it's a bit of a strange one. What is it? I really don't like the thought because I've never actually been in contact with one, but eels. Eels? Parramatta eels. <laughs> Not Parramatta. Fans. But yeah, oh. just eels. Because oh, I, I, don't, I don't I don't like snakes, but I'm not like absolutely petrified of them. Yeah. But just something about this like the sliminess of eels and they're in the water, but they can also like travel on land, which I know snakes can too. And just I, I remember when I was younger hearing that there was like electric eels and like different types of eels, and the big <laughs> teeth, and I just miss <laughs> often. So that was and, it. And I've never actually like come in contact with one. But even to this day, like as soon as you said that, I thought animals, and then the animals. animal I thought of straight away. So, what happens if you go to a lake and you saw some eels? Would you would you freak, or would you or just like just, real stand up? I just like like if they were in the water and, and you could just get in the water, you could, you could I'd move away. Would you, do you? How do you think he'd react? Would you panic? I would have nah. I don't think I'd panic, but I'd leave. Like I wouldn't just be like, oh, there are some eels. Like I, you, you wouldn't stand there and look. Nah, nah. Gone. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Gee whiz. Not about that's a that, that's an interesting one. Like, because I haven't heard that before. Eels. What's in, yours? In particular. Oh, mine's stupid. My my biggest fear is um life like wax figures. <laughs> <laughs> or the wax museum. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't, I don't, Have I don't, you been to a wax museum? Yeah. I, I, Where did you do it? Bowie. No, so when I first when I my first big fear came into like as a kid, I went to Madame Tassard's in Sydney. Yeah. And it was all good. And then I remember going to Thailand when I was 21 and went to this Ripley's museum yeah. or something. And I paid the entry fee. It was like 25 bucks. Went through the gate and there was Will Smith at the door, like a thing of Will Smith. It was real dark. And I remember standing there and I looked and like Will was looking back at me and I was just like, can't do it. Scared, I yeah. froze and I just walked out. And then probably three or four years later, I went to one. It was on the Gold Coast. Yeah. I think I've told you about this. I went to the Gold Coast. There's two parts of it. There's like one bit where it's like celebrity, sportsman, all that sort of jazz. And then once you finish that, you go into another section where there's like a horror section. Anyway, I was like, yeah, I should be sweet. But anyway, because I've been to the Sydney Madame Tussard since because it's open, spacious, lighting's good, all that stuff, right? And because a real person should be out in the open, right? Not actually like what is happening on the Gold Coast. So that's sort of the, the real side of things there, like in Sydney, it was okay because if you're a real person, you should be out in the open, right? So in my head, I'm going, that's somewhat normal. But went to the Gold Coast one and they're behind these like wind, like behind these mirrors and windows and like, all sort in. of like hiding yeah and, and when you're walking they're, they're, they're really close to you like they're, it's like they're over you and like wherever you're always like spinning around like i remember spinning around and it was like john farnham was there like a john farnham one spun around i was just like nah it's just it felt like they were on me and i, I went around the horror show got out he said do you want to go to the horror show i said i've just been to the horror show i said like i'm done i couldn't couldn't he said you sure you sure you want to um, you want half your money back? I said, no, just get me out of here. That was it. I'm done. Never been, never been to a wax museum since. I, I went to the one in London, Madame Tussauds. Yeah, Tussauds. Yeah, and I no, I went. I wasn't scared. Yeah, like, man, their life like Warney was there. Like I saw the sports people and the celebrities. Yeah, yeah they're, it's amazing oh. how, how much they actually do like look. And if you look at them long enough. Like they start to look creepy. It's weird, mate. Like, like there's times like I'm a, a bit of a crossword fan. So I do crosswords. Yeah. Flipping through a new idea. And every now and then a new idea, they have like the lifelike babies. And I I pause for a bit when it's staring at me. I was like, 
it's something about it just it doesn't scare me it's sort of it just sort of weeds weeds me out yeah Yeah, i don't like it the lifelike wax figures i'm sure you're not the only one no i think honestly yeah it's a bit uh, um not super common there would be people like that it's creepy as yeah it's almost like looking at a dead person somewhat kind of and i've never looked at a dead person but it's like they're not alive but they look alive yeah it just looks strange. It's I don't know something about it. I haven't I haven't seen um the House of Wax. Oh yeah, the movie. The Paris Hilton. Yeah. So yeah. apparently, like I'm going to watch it soon just to see if I can get get through it. So yeah, be phobia. We'll see what happens. I'll let you know. Yeah, good. Not good at all. Right now, this one's right up your alley, mate. What do you think the best TV show of all time is? That's well, well personally. Like, what do you think it is? Not not like what's rated, but what do you think the best show of all time is? Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad is a great show all time. It's your favourite. It's my favourite. I think it's the best as well. I just think no... I, when I watched it the first time, I just remember I had to... Like, I was addicted. Like, I was... I've never been addicted to a television show ever. Like, I was... It was like I was taking the blue meth, but for, but for like, the show. And, like, people would be ringing me up sometimes saying, okay, you doing something a weekend, I'd be like, oh, yeah, flat out. And here I am at home, which would break the bat. And, like, by the end of the episode, I had to go to the next one. Because when I first picked it up, there was two weeks until the last season. So when I first started watching it. So I was binging it hard. And I just – it was so easy for me to binge five seasons. But in regards to – yeah, I think Breaking Bad is probably the greatest show of all time. Just, Just – I mean, like, I've never seen somebody – go from one person and be a completely different person by the end of the, the entire yeah, show and then, and then leave like an absolute trail of destruction around oh, them. Awesome show. So yeah, I just think it it, it does it, it does something to you when you're watching it. It's sort of I don't know, you just you just you're just on this journey with it with with what I I watched it. I I've finished it in like three weeks. Yeah yeah <laughs> and you really like form that connection with the cast. Yeah, like any good show does that, I mm-hmm. think. But yeah, I remember just the feelings having towards Walt, like just and the changes that you have. You kind of rooting for him, but then he just turns, yeah, pretty much pure evil. Yeah, and you've got Jesse, who kind of was the delinquent at the start, and yeah. then you start to like feel for him. Yeah, but oh, I, I think that's yeah, that's my favorite like drama. Yeah, show. but the one I actually had, well, I had to was Seinfeld or The Simpsons. Oh yeah, cool. Oh, yeah, Seinfeld because quote like only nine seasons, but it was all done in like the nineteen nineties. Yeah, and it's been done for twenty however many years, mm-hmm. and it's still like really popular, still quotable. Yeah, everyone knows the characters. Yeah, yeah, like those four characters are as famous as probably any four characters in anywhere. Yeah, and then The Simpsons is kind of the other way because it went for like. 30 something still going. i don't is it still it's still going so it's 32 because uh, it started like the year we were born 1990 or 89 or something yeah so it's, it's old as we are and still going which i think is just absolutely incredible because i i loved it but i kind of stopped really loving it like season 10 or season me 12 too, me too which means like the last 20 seasons i haven't really watched much but that's just still still going i think you have there's an argument i think like the first 10 seasons of the simpsons you could probably say it's the greatest tv show ever oh great top like all of them the first 10 seasons like to be honest like if you've never watched the simpsons before 
and I said to you, there's 32 seasons. I could say to someone, hey, you just watch the first 10. You don't need to watch the rest. Yeah. You don't need to watch the rest. No. And probably almost like the first five or seven. And you'd be that, you, you're set for life. You're set for life. But, yeah, you're right. With the, the You touched on something with the, with the Breaking Bad thing. The reason why I think it is is probably the greatest is because whilst Walter is doing all these bad things, and he's been such a such a prick and a dickhead about it all. You still can't help but root for him at the same yeah. time. It's 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 even though you, you can see how horrible the person he is, you're like I, I'm still rooting for rooting him. for the baddie. I'm still rooting guy. And then like Jesse at the start, Jesse's like the delinquent where you're just like oh, he's just no good and whatever. But then in the end, he, he's like the heart of the show. So it's like pulling the heartstrings. It's it it does weird things to you, Broken Bad, and yeah, just. I think from start to finish, it's near perfection. It's close to it's, it's close to perfection. And I haven't watched it, but apparently Better Call Soul is like unreal to Red me. Hot. I haven't watched it either. One of my mates has watched it and he's he's watched Breaking Bad. He said it's not as good as Breaking Bad, but he said like it's pretty damn good. Pretty damn good. So uh, that'll be my next watch, I think. But yeah, but I think Breaking Bad, you know this for me. One more each. Mate, I got I got something now. Like off I see it all the time on social media. Mm-hmm. Drives me insane. I don't know why it does. Smashed avocado, mm. like smashed av. People seem to like go to cafes, order smashed av, and they're like, oh, this one's Instagram worthy. Smashed avocado. Why is that Instagram worthy? Now, I'm asking you, mate, is it, if you, have you had smashed av? Yeah. Is it worth the fuss or is it purely for socials? No, I love avocado. Like I've always got avocados here at home. Yeah. But no, nah, not worth the fuss. But tell me why on earth people like have avocado on toast and feel the need to post. Is that just a it's, thing saying I'm health? I'm eating healthy. Like, I don't here, know. Here it's it's been or... like a running joke for like the last probably five years. Smashed out. And I can't remember who it was, or if it was just like a collective thing when houses were starting to get really expensive. And one of the politicians said, "It might have been Joe Hockey, actually." Big Joe Hockey. Big Joe. Yeah, he he might have been him. He said, "Oh, stop eating your smashed avocado on toast, <laughs> and you'll be able to afford a mortgage." <laughs> Is that what he said? Some like effectively that, like if yeah. you stop eating that, you can you'll be able to afford to buy a house. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it's it's almost just like in these sort of more. I don't even know if it's beachy towns. I think it started as like a beachy thing because avocados are a bit like tropical. Yeah, but now obviously you see it in just about every cafe. Mm-hmm. But it just became popular. It became it's like a like a cultural societal thing where it was like a cool thing to eat. Yeah, I, similar to like smoothies, like you before that, smoothies became popular. Yeah, like greens, not even like a fruit, some sort of fruit smoothie. Yeah, and and maybe it is because it's like an element of health, and yeah. the avocado is green, and it's like well, hashtag health. Yeah, but it's not really that healthy when you haven't having it with so much other stuff on there. What are the chances of getting the um the old wheat bix nutrigrain and, and and chewy protein powder? It looks disgusting, by the way. But what are the chances of that doing the rounds? No, pretty low. <laughs> next and next and no. Or going to a cafe and just saying, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure if you've got this, but do you have this? some wheat bix? Like, oh, we do actually. Like, oh, cool. I'm like, can you actually just get some nutrient in there too? Like, oh, okay. Yeah, I actually do have that. I'm like, oh, sweet. And then I'll get you to put a scoop of protein powder in there. It, but don't really stir it that much. I want it just yeah. a little bit clumpy yeah. so I can eat it and chew it. See, you're on. I reckon this could it's be. It's just on the menu, third on the menu. But do you reckon I? Could, do you, no joke. I reckon I could bring it into a cafe. At some point. No, it's too shit. No, it's not. Can't, shit. Be, can't be chewy. It's not. It's real good. 
You need something to eat. You need a, you need a shake to protein. You need something I've done it before, but I need something to eat. Like, I need, That's what like I need, yeah, but I need something else. Like, it's the gooey substance on top. It's, it's red hot. It's real good. It's all about the it's all about the texture for me. So that's why the, I need you the talk, gooey. You talk a lot of shit, mate. This is just another one of those. The gooey, chewy protein. <laughs> the gooey, chewy. The gooey, chewy protein. The gooey, chewy Steve special. That's what I need. Just a bit of, bit of something. So you can call it the gooey, chewy Steve special. That'd be nice. Steve's gooey, chewy. That's <laughs> the gooey, chewy. Last one. And this is health related again. Yeah. Why do you think people hate burpees so much? Oh, that's a hard question. Why do I think that? But to be honest with you, um, this is an this is an honest review. Okay, this is why when you cast this number one podcast, honesty, I'm not afraid to to tell you the truth here. But I think sometimes burpees are hated because a lot of people hate burpees, and it's, a, hate. and it's a good way for everybody to bond over that hate. Like they they, they, are, they do suck. But I think they're universally hated because, like, they're really tough. But because it's just one of those things where people go, oh, I hate burpees, and then, and then they hear about it all the time, and they're like, you know what? I could join in and say say that because it is a sucky. They are sucky. Yeah. But it's just a good way to sort of That's bond with people yeah. over the pain of the burpee. I think I think it's very well known too. Like like you said, memes or people just saying it because. People would know burpees even if they'd never done one or done exercise. Yeah. And I think, yeah, it's almost like a vogue thing to say I hate them. But I think in actuality, people do too because it is such like a huge movement. You go from standing up all the way to the ground, always standing up, jumping in the air. Like it's a big range of motion. And I think part of it is because you're, it's just you fall into the ground and when you're on the ground, all you want to do is just stay on the ground. Yeah. Like if you've been there, we've all been there. You're lying on the floor, like face down, and think, "Oh shit, I've got to like get up and do seven more of these." Yeah, and just that feeling of like the re- repetition of up and down, face on the floor, like you're in that defeated position, mm-hmm. and they're just tough. Yeah, I agree. They're they're hard. They're but I think hard. it's also like a popular thing the people yeah. hate burpees. It's a good way to bond. Good. It's always a good way to bond over pain. I think it's the same with the bike. Like a bike's the bike sticks. Like yeah. the bike's hard. And I think like those things that are really hard, they're good to bond over. Yeah. It gets people together. Yeah. Like uh, this stinky bike. Yeah. And like someone else like they yeah, all, yeah, they definitely call it, they definitely all, call it stinky. <laughs> yeah, it is. The, stink, the stinky the stinky ass bike. <laughs> That's what it is. Stinky ass bike. But yeah, no, the burpee the burpee's not a friend of mine. I, it's it's never been a friend of mine. It just takes too it's too long to get down, it's too long to get up, but I Give them a crack when they're over. When we used to just have our boot camps before we got like cardio machines, we used to do them all the time. Yeah. Like up at Curry and boot camps at Newcastle. And I used to join in a lot. I got like really quite good at them because I just did them so much. Yeah. And I think all of our members did too, because like it was probably every second day, like we'd be doing burpees. Yeah. As opposed to now, it might be like once a week. Sometimes not even. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't think we're doing burpees that much, but yeah, I, I actually do remember that, like back at, back at Curry Curry, Cessna, Walls End, Elmore Bale, all of them, edgy, edgy, yeah, there's just, yeah, there's tons of burpees in there, yeah, every second day we'll be, we'll be pulling them out, and, but and if you do something enough, you're going to get better at it. Yeah, I agree. They still suck, but yeah, it's a good way, like all those hard ones like the bike and burpees. I think, yeah, it's a good way to bond over torture. I think. Okay, leave it there. 
let us know what you think. I'm sure there'll be a couple of disagreements. Go the Swans. Can't disagree with that. Big Swans fan. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks, Talk guys. to the next one. See ya. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If there is a topic you'd like us to discuss that we haven't already, please make sure you reach out in Facebook Messenger and we'll do our best to cover it in the upcoming episodes. For those of you enjoying the podcast, we'd love for you to like, subscribe and leave us a rating. It really helps us grow and spread the good word. Hoping you're all having a great day and we'll be sure to see you on the next one.